quiet and good order will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on behalf of the United States government. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. I'll be right there. Now, here comes the music. Whispering it Maybe come 
Sinister Dane, and where's my parade on the best of everything, STL Beyond FM. Good evening, and thanks for joining us, and welcome to another edition of Beyond FM Live from Pops, episode number four. Good evening, Rustin. Good evening. How are you, and how was your, was your week better this week, even though you had a bad Saturday, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot better. I just, uh, the weather. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my gripe for the, for the week, yeah. the weather. It's I don't just, blame you. It, absolutely miserable. I'm chunky, I'm hairy, <laughs> I'm white, I don't like the heat, but I have a nice pool at home, so I'm going to go enjoy that when I get off. But I, you know, the good thing is, though, after spending four years in alaska yeah i used to say i'd much rather be cold than hot mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still take being hot over being freezing cold really because i can at least feel my fingers and toes well, meet up there it's cold where it's so much it hurts yes yeah. it does the only time it hurts when it's hot outside is if you touch something it's hot other than that it's just it it's miserable but it's 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 a different kind of miserable i don't want either one <laughs> You know, I, I want to, the perfect weather is the one where you're like, should I wear a hoodie today or? Perfect weather is hoodie and shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'll agree with that. Take that. Yeah, it's yeah. that transition hoodie where, open where you get a t-shirt on. And then you're like, oh, it's it's a little warm for a hoodie today. I'll just wear the hood or I'll just take it off. Yeah. Not walk outside and you're like. Holy Jesus, I'm going to die today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hate it. Um, tonight, we, we, we're, we're packed again tonight. Um, first of all, thanks for Chris J, to Chris J. Bo for coming in earlier and hanging out and uh, doing the daycare version of Beyond FM uh, interview, and it was fun. And um, So we'll have that up hopefully by the end of the weekend. And then uh, tonight, uh, we have Garrett and Stacy and Lowe. Uh, if you guys have not ever paid attention to anything in the world. Uh, they have wrote a, a, written a book uh, in regards to Mississippi Nights, and we're going to talk more about that. Uh, we've talked about it earlier, and in, I mean, if you haven't seen them around town, uh, you need to, and you'll have an opportunity, and we're going we're gonna to talk about some opportunities for you to meet them and buy a book and, and all that stuff, so we'll talk a little bit about that. Also, we have the band Luminal in tonight, and we're going to hear from them and talk to them a little bit and play some tracks. And I know they got a show coming up here pretty soon, so we'll talk about that too. But um, so I don't know, at least three of us at this table, we really love this band. So I'm going to start things off with Fragile. They're going to be here October 14th. And of course, Garrett and Stacy will also be here on October 14th here at Lovely Pops. And uh, so we're going to jam 22 and we'll be right back with a little concert calendar and then we're going to get to some interviews. So we'll be right back. Here's Fragile.
Frost bidding. It's uh, Fragile Porcelain Mice and 22 on the best of everything SDL Beyond FM. Uh, I don't think we have a ton because uh, I haven't been able to do my homework on the counseling calendar. What you got over there? Anything? Well, as far as what we have going on, so we have a show at Shamrock Pub on uh, Broadway on this Sunday at uh, 7 o'clock. Doors open at 6. Uh, so we are bringing a band from Austin, Texas called Oreja. Uh, with them will be Native State, Pirate Signal, and Salisa Mata. Tickets are $10 at the door. Should be a pretty good show. I, you know, heard a little bit of each band. Pretty excited. I haven't seen any of the locals before. I, I know that I, especially Pirate Signal, they've been getting a few gigs here and there in the last few months. So mm-hmm. They've been getting more and more active again. So it's uh, shaping up to be a good show. So if you find yourself on a Sunday looking for something to do, uh, come check it out. Ten bucks. Um, and then the only other thing we got in the future that we can announce right now, uh, on, geez, August 19th down at Park Hills Underground, the Beyond FM STL Showcase, we have Divine Sorrow, Misplaced Religion, and Blush. I mean, I'm not saying this just because I put the bell together, but it's pretty, that's pretty solid. It is pretty solid. So, uh. You know, I've been wanting to put a show down at uh, Park Hills for a minute, and uh, finally the piece is all aligned for bands and timing and everything else. So uh, come out swinging hard for, you know, one of our shows down there. So the uh, doors open at 7, show starts at 8. That's also $10 at the door. So once again, find something, something to do on uh, a Saturday night. Uh, I think uh, they were talking about maybe doing another bus kind of thing for all the St. Louis people. I don't know. Maybe Brian can chime in on that. Yeah, that would be it, that would be a smart move, and it'd be fun too. Yeah, I mean they're, I mean they're not awful far from Park Hills, right? Um, I think. Well, basically, if you're talking South County, it's like an hour. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know, I know for me, it's about a two hour drive, so yeah. it's a haul for me, but I've done it before. So, well, you drive to Cape and you drive to wherever, to Carbondale. Yeah. I mean, so. and that's for local stuff. Yeah. I mean, I've driven to Lincoln, Nebraska for shows. I've driven to Michigan, Indiana. It's not a big deal to me. So, never been down there. Uh, you know, unfortunately, I missed the underground show we did on Friday. So I'm looking forward to go down there, you know, just, I like what they're trying to do down there. I like their ideas. Um, and obviously any help they can get to get well, more and local you know, stuff and you, and you know what butters my muffin a little bit? What's that? Is they play us down there. Well, we play the station. So it's a no brainer then. <laughs> we should fit right in there. Or at least they did. I don't know if maybe they knew I was showing up. I don't know if they played it Friday night when we went down there. So. Wouldn't that be some shit if they just played it like, hey? Well, I was sitting there. I mean, I was I was walking in and standing, talking to uh, talking to everybody and whatever. And I'm 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 hearing, so they say, and I'm thinking, who is playing? So they say, and I'm like, oh, they're playing Station. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Then yeah. I mean, good for you, Garrett. You're pretty hardcore. What's the furthest you've driven? 
Oh, well, we went to Rock, Oklahoma. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that was uh, three days of mostly hair metal. Yeah, yeah, that, that was, was fun. fun. The, yeah. uh, every year they just bring out it's like different. the awesome bills. Well, Rock, Oklahoma's changed. The first two years it was just straight hair metal, and now it's—I mean, everybody, whoever plays those now. But um, you went to New York and saw Woodstock in '94. That was your furthest thing. Yeah. So I drove to. Well, I didn't drive. A friend of mine, but we rode together. Um, went to Columbus, Ohio, to see Rancid. Well, Rancid and. Uh, Mighty Mighty Boston's and um, a whole slew of others. Yeah. So I went to Lawrence, Kansas in March to see Carcass for my 50th birthday party. Yeah, yeah, that was, <laughs> that was good. Lawrence is a good party town. Yeah, uh, it looked too clean. And yeah. Once I got to the venue, I'm like, okay. Now, <laughs> hey, now you're in the right part yeah. of Lawrence. Everything I found was it. really clean and beautiful, and um, I'm seeing Carcass, but yeah, it was great. <laughs> Right, we got anything else? Um, well, I mean, it's not really an official thing, but uh, Madison Thomas that we had on the show yeah. was that last month, two months ago, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But in, anyway, uh, so she's throwing a, her own birthday party and is looking for uh, people to play her show, the singer songwriters, whatever. She's trying to make a full night of it, make um, a little something something out of it. Yeah, I mean yeah. it. Just judging by her comments and uh, the people commenting on her page and the various uh, local music pages that she's been posting in, you know, people have been kind of giving her crap for it, I guess, because like she's it's this isn't a paid gig. This is like a bunch of friends hanging out, a bunch of other musicians yeah, hanging a house out, house party, just with acoustic guitars. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean. There, she said there's going to be tip jars. So, I mean, uh, I mean, it depends on which side of the fence you're on as a musician. Like, do you want to play your music? Do you love playing music to the point where you, you know, just hang out with a bunch of like-minded individuals and play songs and have a good time and mingle with other musicians? Or yeah. are you strictly in it to make money? And, you know, some people get pretty upset about that. Like, you know, you, are you saying... You know, you're trying to get people to pay for free, and I'm what like, "What do you mean? Like, How dare you?" And obviously, the people that only want to play for money aren't going to be there. So, I'd well, rather see people who want to play music and just want to play it for the love of music. Yeah, and that's all she is. She just wants to play for for fun. And, well, I mean, not for fun necessarily, but I mean, just for the love of it. And my brain sucks with people's names. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I can remember yours, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, the the guy we had on last week uh, that played at Underground Friday um, that was here, you remember his name? What guy was here? I'm sorry. The last the, week, the opener. Yeah, he did. Oh, he opened. Uh, Michael Watson. Yeah, Michael Watson. Yeah. Sorry, Michael, if you're listening, I <laughs> I suck at names. So uh, he offered to play. I think that's pretty cool. So now I get to sit down there and you know watch him yeah. play a full set She's maybe like, I might go now that yeah, I mean, fun little come out I mean I ate uh, Claudia Rose yeah two so oh, yeah well that's a good show right there uh, those three yeah I mean that's worth five bucks yeah I mean you never know you're gonna meet at those kind yeah of for sure and yeah. you know if there's any singer songwriters uh, that wouldn't mind joining in something like that uh, hit up Madison Thomas she's posting all over I suck maybe I'll go play still no yeah do it I mean, to me, it sounds cool. You know, they're going to do, uh, they're going to smoke some meat and have some beers, I'm sure, and different 
foods. I like free foods. Beer, sure, people. <laughs> free. I mean, <laughs> I, like foods I offer to pitch in any way I can. So, I mean, something like this, just like that, is what I live for. You know, just spreading music and getting people together to listen to music and getting everybody away from their cars and their cell phones and, you know, sitting at their computer listening to music. You know, get everybody out of the house and do something fun. And I think she said she's doing this September 30th. So, hopefully, uh, it won't be blazing hell still then, but you never know in the Midwest. <laughs> you would think it would be nice by then. Yeah, so okay. should be a pretty good time. Uh, once uh, she starts nailing down some times or whatever, we'll post about it or share her stuff. So I I think it's pretty cool. Gotcha. Cool. All right. And uh, But that's all I really have for yeah. other than headline or national acts, and we don't really <laughs> promote all that. I have so. two shows booked here. Okay. September 9th, September 23rd. Uh, you brought up Blush. I am bringing them back at Pops with the $30,000 sound system. And I'm bringing Blush, and it's going to be killer. Oh, man, I can't. That's that's going to be great. That's all, that's all. I just want one show with them, especially if they add another guitar player again. Because they sounded so good at Duck Room. Imagine them sounding here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be sick. I mean, with a sound guy that actually cares. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully they won't have a problem, Chris. So we're going to jam blush, and this is Swim, and it's on Beyond FM.
Kids Blush and Swim on the best of everything STL Beyond FM. So to backtrack, so to backtrack a little, little, little bit for those that don't know. So me and Stacy have known each other since uh, the creation of Earth. Um, <laughs> since we were little, we re- actually rode the bus together in elementary school. So um, coming for a sol- for full circle around and uh, both of us doing this is pretty freaking cool to me because we've always been since we've known each other. We've always been into into music um, and just wrapping our lives into into it and now being here is amazing so we're going to do this interview again but garrett's here this with us this time yeah, yeah here i am i'm yeah. not working <laughs> so what's going on guys how are you doing good yeah um we had our first tv interview last week uh that was bizarre <laughs> but uh the book's still doing good and um yeah we're still proud and still happy with it Things are going real well. It seems like more and more when I wear my Mississippi Night shirt out that I'm um, running into people saying, oh, did you hear about that book? <laughs> did, you, did you buy that book? Yeah, yeah. yeah I may so, know the people who are that. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. So I'm, I'm hearing lots of interesting stories from people. I ran into a guy at uh, in Kimswick. I went down and saw um, Steve Ewing play with his duo and uh, ran into a guy who said uh, he went down there in the seventies, he was he was down at the landing, and he uh, saw some guys behind Mississippi Knights, and he tossed the frisbee around with them for a while, and uh, later on, he found out it was the police. Yeah, the band, the police. Oh, no. not, not, not the popo, not the actual the popo, the, the, band, yeah, the, the band. band. <laughs> and uh, I went to Anthrax uh, earlier, uh, about six months ago, and I was being obnoxious at a thrash show, and uh, it's, on the side of my eyes, I could see a guy approaching me very. Like kind of timidly, <laughs> and I looked, and he goes, "Yeah, I really liked your book." So I had to like turn into author man, and oh, what was your favorite part of the book? And then as soon as he walked away, I was back to being obnoxious. <laughs> and this happened also at the Crow Mags, where I was at the Crow Mags at Red Flag, and somebody came up to me and wanted to talk about the book. So it's it's really exciting. It's great. What is your favorite part of the book? Oh man. Oh. Oh, favorite part of the book. Uh, that that's really hard to. To pin down because it's such a, a collection of things. So I was just happy to get pictures from some of these shows that I never thought I would have pictures like like the band, the Police. Mm-hmm. Uh, every we had pictures for everything, and then uh, I found somebody who had police pictures, and she had Boomtown Rats, and so it's just amazing that these things still existed, and I was able to find them. So, um, to me, that's awesome, especially you know joining that Facebook page and just. Every day, there's at least four yeah. or five different, like, you know, people posting their ticket stubs or flyers. And we're still like, finding stuff that we never knew existed. <laughs> and uh, that uh, Mississippi Nights fan page on Facebook, that's my baby. And um, that, that'll go on forever. Yeah. Uh, it's it's so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when it, I mean, you got, it took off pretty quick once everybody started realizing there was a, oh, I went there and your guys is just racked up. Uh, the first day the book was for sale. Do you want to tell them about that? It was just insane. <laughs> oh, we had all of the pre-orders. And so I had this uh, set up in the basement with a bunch of card tables. And I had my family over and we were she all had, boxing. Said, Mom and dad, my friend. <laughs> okay, you drive the books to the post office. You do this. It was like a sweatshop. Uh, but, yeah, we. It's, it's been exciting. It's been really cool. Did you... When you were writing the book, at least on your end, 
Did so? Did you go through and count how many times, how many shows that you'd went there? I think I was at maybe fifteen or twenty shows. How many shows did you go to? Um, I think it was a little more. I think it was closer to three dozen. I'm not sure. I don't remember anymore. It was just wherever the bands were playing. So there was mm-hmm. one night I went and saw um, Kid Rock at Mississippi Nights. Got in my car and drove down the street and went to the Galaxy and saw Vanilla Ice. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's that, a, that yeah. Kind of Show. And when I was at Vanilla Ice, somebody was in the mosh pit and said, this is a hardcore show. And I'm like, am I in the Twilight Zone? It's Vanilla Ice. Uh-oh. And people were stage diving. It was bizarre. Uh, <laughs> had it been like, what, 97, 98 uh, Yeah, it was, Vanilla Ice thought he was heavy metal in yeah. 98. And um, then Kid Rock came back and stained open, and that was, they were nobody. Oh, so, yeah. man, I bet that, that was, was a great It was show. fun to see bands absolutely no i think lincoln park played there with uh cottonmouth kings or something first time they were here and then they exploded yeah mm-hmm. um i kind of re- i don't i'm not sure how many shows i went to there was so many i mean at the time you know know this i mean we had bernards and we had 367 we had mississippi night so it's like it was easier not to go to other places too especially when 367 started bumping up their their yeah. uh, their shows it just kind of seemed like you had to behave yourself at Mississippi Nights, you know. Uh, Three sixty seven. Okay, what can I what can I get away with here? What can I get away can with at Bernard's Pub? You can get away with anything you wanted at Three sixty seven. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Uh, I ran into some undercover cops out in the parking lot at Three sixty seven one night. That was that was a riot. Do you know where I can score some weed? I'm like, well, first of all, I've never seen you in my life. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> But the, the the money pot was always a little tight when you're younger, and you could only go to so many shows, too. You still so. found a way to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you had to steal gas money to get all the way to 367. <laughs> uh, Stacey, yeah, you guys hated going there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I went there once, and the show I went to see was canceled. Uh, hour drive. Yeah. Because you guys canceled. are from south. Those oh, 367 yeah. was right down the street from me. I'm from... Ferguson. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she brought me to a show in Arnold, and I thought it was the longest drive of my life. <laughs> Where am I going? Yeah. The, the name of the band was Fatality. Do you remember them guys? I know those guys. Yeah, I think yeah. you were at that show, probably. I, probably. Yeah. That was a weird one. <laughs> um, what was your favorite show, since you asked me what my favorite show at Pops was, or at least crazy show at Pops? My favorite show at Mississippi Nights are all together. Mississippi Nights. Well, I usually talk about... Well, you could do both. I mean... Well, uh, I talk about the uh, Slayer one in 98 when System of a Down's first album wasn't even out yet. And we're, we were hanging out with them all day long. And then um, there was also a Harley Davidson convention going on on Laclede's Landing. And it had cheap beer. So just partying all day, you know. But since we're at Pops, my favorite show at Pops was Slipknot with Kitty in uh, January of 2000. That was the craziest show I've ever saw in my life. And here we are at Pops, and I always remember that. The mosh pit was from the pool tables all the way to the other side, just constant movement. And uh, anybody you ask who was at that show always has that look in their eye. <laughs> like, this, that was the I one. I almost died. Oh, it was, oh, I was in the balcony with my son. He was about eight, and the balcony actually cracked because there was people moshing in the balcony. I even had to tell somebody to chill out because my son was super young, you know. Come on, man. We're in the balcony. <laughs> no, really, really, I really did. It was, it was just That's wild. Just absolutely insane. So what's your favorite one? Oh, it, it's so hard to decide. So, so, so many good shows there. Um, 
the one in the, that I have in the book is when I met my very good friend at Tora Tora. Um, and Saigon Kick was awesome. That was good. Um, I was at both of those shows. White Trash was great. <laughs> that was very good. Mm-hmm. Now, did you see Saigon Kick at Mississippi Nights? Yes. So I have a bootleg of that, and you can see, what's the singer's name? Matt? Matt. Matt's uh, swinging in the rafters, and Stacy watched the bootleg, and she goes, I am right underneath his feet <laughs> yeah. when he was doing that. And I, I was, was a little nervous. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Um, mine at Mississippi Nights is Faith No More. That's great. Oh, I've always. And that was right when Epic was released. So nobody really knew him. Yeah. And, and, but, and I'll say this till I'm blue in the face. Epic is their worst fucking song. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the rest of the album is just gorgeous, you know? So to be able to see them. But White Trash was a very underrated show. And they yeah. put, they, they were fabulous. Now, did you see Faith No More with Robert Plant? That was at, at the, the Fox. Fox. No. Stacy had front row, whatever. <laughs> Second row, technically, we worked our way up. But they made me sit down for Faith No yeah. More. Oh. I kept trying to stand up, and they kept making me sit down. Oh, it's the Fox. <laughs> and uh, when I went to Faith No More uh, with Robert Plant, I was one of the only ones who knew who they were, too. I was with my mom. I mean, we're, this is yeah. like 1990 or we something. Were, each of us were with our mothers. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and there was a bootleg floating around of that, and that's that's, that's really cool. That's crazy. <clears throat> I think Faith No More played First Rock, too. Uh, they probably did. I think they and did. that's not, and First Rock is a name I haven't heard in a long time. But. It was First Rock, then it was Bernard's Pub. Yeah. And that building is still sitting there empty. Uh, we were walking around the landing, and we looked in the in the uh, window. You could see the checkerboard floor still sitting there, just empty. Man. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> always, always thinking. <laughs> and, and Sundeckers is sitting there empty also. You know, nothing. But it, I don't know if, I mean, even if we put something, like, even if we bought it and said, hey, we have a club down on the landing, people would be like, where's the landing at? Yeah. <laughs> where's well, that at? Probably wouldn't want to go back. It's, it's not yeah. the same, yeah. yeah. It's just different. I don't know. I'd like to revive it, but it would cost a lot of money, and they don't have the police to keep you know keep an eye on stuff. So right, the yeah. casino was supposed to do that. And no, they, they didn't do that. Well, the financial crisis hit in two thousand eight, and yeah. the, the second tier of their plan failed. So they were supposed to put in uh, condos and retail spaces and stuff. But now, where Mississippi Nights was, is now a parking lot, and all that is in our book to explain <laughs> all that stuff. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break, and we'll, we'll, and we'll tell some people where they can find the book and all that stuff, and then we'll talk about some of your, your new interview and things like that and what we got coming up in the future. So let's take a small break. Uh, I'm kind of playing – well, I mean, I know I just played Blush, and they're kind of new, but I'm kind of playing, like, older school bands and, and some of them that aren't around anymore. And this is, like – I don't know why I love this song so much. And not and it's not because of the title, and – the title's kind of <clears throat> edgy, but it's the song is fantastic. It's um, it's by River City Sound. This is called "The Whore," and it's on Beyond FM. <laughs>
of everything STL Beyond FM. Uh, for those of you tuning in, uh, listening live now, or maybe you're, you listen to us on Spotify or whatever, we do have a 24-hour day radio station. It's called Beyond FM 24-7, playing nothing but the best of the St. Louis area. Uh, it does stretch out to like Columbia and Springfield and all that stuff, but um, and a, a little bit of <clears throat> St. Joe just because of Radkey because I can't, I, I love Radkey. So I, I stuck it in there, but it's my house and I can do what I want. Right. I <laughs> think so. Okay. Speaking of Radkey, did you see, uh, Slaznik got on that show with him? Yes. That's pretty That's awesome, very exciting. Man. Yeah. I know they're super psyched. Yeah. Especially since they lost Louis. <laughs> <laughs> show. Like, oh, yeah. Yay. We're still waiting on that, by the way. I would have figured. The reschedule would have already happened, so maybe she's put all her uh, planning into that cruise of '99 that Creed yeah, and maybe they decided to kibosh it. Oh, that would be know. disappointing. It would. I mean, I guess if there's a silver lining to that, that I did go fly to Denver to see her. So. You did get to see her. You did get to meet her in person. You did get to tell her that she's your Jackson Brown. <laughs> That's deep. Oh, so that's a backstory. So I was listening to a podcast while I was preparing questions, and uh, she was fawning over Jackson Brown. That was her crush um, in her younger years. And I'm like, yeah, that's weird because, you know, I was the same way towards her, you know, as a youngster. So Tony's in the background (laughs) making faces and laughing or whatever. (laughs) And he got me me all messed up in the head because I I had a question, and I, I just blanked. And because uh, I'm a huge fan of hers, and like just to be able to interview her, he was crushing. Show, he was crushing. I was crushing. Like Tony would have done, and <laughs> I was like, "He's like, you're not going to say it, are you?" And I was like, "Well, shit, now I got to say it." And yeah, you know, she was like, "Oh my god, uh, you know, that's so sweet and all this." So I, I don't know if it was. I mean, it, I, judging by her and actually getting to meet her in person and talk to her for thirty, thirty-five minutes, I I feel it was genuine. But yeah, that's cool. And then you know podcasts after mine there were other guys doing the same thing so i'm like i was the first Stole your idea <laughs> i was the first to find yeah, her come yeah, on yeah. so yeah. It, it was pretty fun. but she was very cordial to, i mean that was a two and a half hour yeah, long we had her, with her it was supposed wow. to be an hour but we, yeah, i mean it almost yeah like two hours and then uh i had to close up some questions i had for her about the show on the phone in a separate room, and I was on another twenty minutes. Yeah, I don't so. think I don't think we left till almost ten forty five. That was a late night. <laughs> wow. So yeah, but he I mean, he was giddy. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. pretty cool. You get to talk to your crush, I guess, from yeah. your high school. Crush. It's good to be giddy once in a while, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is just the cool thing about doing what we do. You know, getting the kind. Of, I would have never in a million years back in shoot. When's the last time I saw them? Ninety seven. Would have never thought that I would have had that opportunity to be able to talk to her for that long. So, well, it was it was kind of like it wasn't exactly because he's you know not my Jackson Brown, but uh, it was kind of like that with Jeff from Gravity Kills when we did oh, I did man, the interview man. with him. And but easier thing for me was that I didn't have to ask a lot of questions. Jeff really just sincerely wanted to talk about everything, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it was like cool. Makes it great. Yeah. And he even apologized when we got on the phone. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry for just going on. I'm like, man, this is, this is great. You know, I mean, there's, he gave me all the talked to Stacy for an hour and a half. I mean, (laughs) when they were in the car, (laughs) when they get like that, they just, they, 
You know, they do so many radios. I mean, I can only imagine how many interviews he did in their heyday. Yeah. But it's just like, you know, you you watch some of the old ones, um, and it's the same questions that yeah. everybody asks. Well, so, and I'm sure some, he wants- Something that I learned doing the book is uh, artists like to talk about themselves. Oh, yeah. And um, when we did Richard Fortas, he, he was supposed to sit with us for 20 minutes, and that was over an hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna Crucis, a couple hours. Especially cool. when you start- talking to especially when they start reminiscing for one but when you start bringing up things that nobody has really talked to them about right and, and then they're like wow you really are a, a well, fan or whatever had a lot of uh insight on the nirvana show that we did not know about and that was great that was gold to me so you know sure we were talking about his bands but then he kept going into other stuff and rob wagner was the same way so he was talking about you know things that we didn't you know the urge hung uh, frozen turkeys on the ceiling at one of the Mississippi night shows, and they started melting uh, because it was hot. And I'm like, all right, that's going in the book, you know. Of course, that was the Thanksgiving show. At the Thanksgiving <laughs> show, yeah. Not a good idea to do that when it's 110 degrees in the building, but yeah. Anyway, <laughs> for the life of me, I thought turkeys could fly. Yeah, mm-hmm. or stay frozen. WKRP. Yeah. Um, so where can everybody purchase the book? I know you had a list out one time and I'm sure it's grown maybe a little bit more since then. Right. Um, MississippiNights.com. You can get a signed copy or shirts or stickers. Um, and most bookstores and most record stores in the area. Yeah, Barnes and Noble has our book in it. And, uh, the only way to get your local book when you're a self-published author is to have the demand so somebody told us they saw the book at Barnes and Noble, and it was an honor to walk in there and see our book. That's pretty and cool. We took a picture, and then in the background of the picture, you could see the Barnes and Noble logo, and you know we're just eating all this stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing. Oh, Amazon too, and if you buy it on Amazon, please drop us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Vintage Vinyl has a display of our book, and right when you walk in the door, and. It's it's interesting getting a check from Vintage Vinyl because I've probably spent twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> so now the check has it's my about name. About time on you're it. paying me back. Yeah, it's got a little Vintage Vinyl logo on it. It's got my name on it. It's it's, it's, it's very exciting. You know, Euclid Records the same thing. I can't even tell you how much money I've spent at these places, and uh, it's, it's neat. Yeah. yeah, and we also have a couple events coming up, as Tony mentioned before. On uh, October 14th, we'll uh, be here with uh, Fragile Porcelain Mice and Sinister Dane. That'll be fun. And we also have one in Edwardsville at the Edwardsville Public Library on September 21st at 6.30. We're going to do a uh, talk about the book. Have a nice uh Slideshow so, presentation. Yeah, presentation. For y'all. <laughs> thank, thank goodness Stacy used to be a teacher because <laughs> I've never done anything like this. So um, she'll be doing most of the talking, and then we'll have a question and answer thing in the Edwardsville Library. Yeah, for that, and we have a couple other stuff, but it's still top secret, and we can't talk about it yet. And you guys already know what it is anyway. And once we get all the information on that, we'll send it to you. Yeah, <laughs> you know our our our. Lips are sealed <laughs> until then. We're just waiting for the announcement, just like you guys. So, yeah. Yep. Awesome. Um, and that's all you got coming up. If you, I mean, are you guys just going to ride the coattails on this as long as possible and then maybe come up with another project? Or um, We haven't decided yet for sure if we're going to do another book or not. We've talked about maybe doing one for all the other venues yeah. in the area. 
because uh, Mississippi Nights is the only one that could really get its own book. Yeah. So, um, but we're we're not, we're not sure, um, and we are eventually going to put out a second edition and fix a few mistakes and maybe add a couple things. But if anybody um, out there wants to do a creepy crawl book, I will help you, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to write it. <laughs> uh, and that one will have a lot more hair in it than the Mississippi Nights book because that place was crazy. Uh, did you guys go to Creepy Crawl? Did you? Well, like I said, I did a stint of probably 15 years where I didn't go to any shows. So I had never went to the Creepy Crawl. Uh, the most famous band that played there was White Stripes, and then they become mega superstars. Yeah. But uh, it was mostly punk and metal and hardcore. Oh, yeah. So, it, like I said, it would it would just be a lot more R-rated and disgusting because it was just, <laughs> the place was just crazy every night. <laughs> well, maybe do a, maybe even just do a combination book of the Creepy Crawl, Fubar, and Red Flag. Uh, yeah. And, and that could, that could, I don't work. know. I don't know if I'm going to do another book. Like Stacy said, in the way here, this might be it. <laughs> I tried to have Bob Bob on the show, and he just he's telling me that he's not interesting enough to be. On. I'm like bullshit, right. dude. You got stories. stories. He has. I love Bob, and he knows that, but yeah. he doesn't want to do interviews. Yeah, no. <laughs> I I actually ran into him last week, and he's like, I just don't do interviews, and you know. But yeah, that's how he. That's how he's got red flag. He, everything he learned was from Creepy Crawl, and then he opened Fubar, and Fubar was fantastic. And then that's how he's got red flag. It's the same thing with Mississippi Nights. Um, what's his name from Delmar Hall and um, Pat Hagen? Mm-hmm. Learned Mississippi Nights, then he opened uh, the pageant, and then he had Delmar Hall. So it's kind of a learning curve. So who knows? You know, let's just start start from the ground up. You guys ever considered doing a, a documentary? Uh, it's been brought to our attention, but uh, yeah, we have thought about that, but we haven't done anything. Right. Yeah, we, we might get yeah. around to that. Yeah. I mean, I just I don't know. I think the that would videos be great. and stuff there's, that you talk about there's there's out there. Are, and, you know, professional Mississippi nice videos floating around out there. If you should check out the Limp Biscuit one, that one was wild. But uh, most of them on YouTube are, are bootlegs. See, I just wish I would have. You know, being from Indianapolis, you know, only being, you know, four hours away or so, I just, I wish I would have drove out here more. Just hearing all these shows of, you know, the bands from my area, you know, the mid to late 90s and the fun that could have been had, and I was stuck in Indy. <laughs> so. Well, how old are you? I'm 44. Okay. You could have, you could have did it. Yeah, I mean, I could have. <laughs> you know, I was, I was a weenie back then. I didn't like to drive. I being in, you gotta go with the music. Oh yeah, I mean now I don't care because you know I lived in uh, the not real good part of New Mexico for about five years, and to get anywhere to do anything, it was two hours plus everywhere. So I wow. I got really immune to sitting in a car. So yeah, it doesn't bother me now. Yeah, I wish I would have drove more places when I was younger. <laughs> we got opportunity. We're gonna work but... on that time machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the yeah, I, could, it, I could get uh, to that uh, Faith No More show at Mississippi well, Nights. If you guys have seats, I want to be one of the first. Tony, ones. did you go to Pantera and Suicidal at Mississippi Nights? That's the one I would go back in time. It was yeah. Pantera played first, then Exodus, then Suicidal. This is before Cowboys from Hell. Came I out. think that's I, the one I wanted to see. I only seen Pantera at 367 and The Fox. Well, they played the American. Oh, the American. Yeah. 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 They our, played Mr. Our, our friend Jerry went to that that one. He talks about the that. The one that was suicidal. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Pantera came back with Prong at Mississippi Nights. Yeah. Uh, 
they were Metal's Edge. Uh, Pantera was approached Metal's Edge to play there, but Metal's Edge said no way because they're too wild. <laughs> but can you imagine seeing Pantera at Metal's Edge? Oh man, that would have been sick. <laughs> I know Overkill was there at yeah. Metal's Edge. Yeah. yeah. In danger, danger. <laughs> oh, those two go together real well. <laughs> wow. Did you do your hair for that one? I, I did my hair a lot back then. <laughs> now it's different hair. It's the hair <laughs> on my face. But, yeah. Well, I appreciate you guys coming out and you maybe at least do something or whatever when we get the announcement and call in or something. Uh, absolutely. And we'll, okay. Whenever we hear something, yeah. <laughs> we'll let you know. And, uh, you know, we'll, we're going to do our best to get you guys involved. You I know, appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having yeah, us again. Thank awesome. you for having us. Yep. It's always nice Not to a see problem. You. Yeah. Anytime you guys want to come on, you know that door's wide open for you. Thanks. And, uh, or we'll, we'll just sneak in. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that yeah. too. Memories Pleasant coming around surprise. the back door yeah. here. <laughs> I, 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 let me just tell you, I snuck into Pops to meet Lemmy, and that was uh, the world just stopped for a minute when I met Lemmy, and I was shaking. And uh, that, that, that was a sneak in situation. Yeah, I, I used to sneak in here all the time to meet bands. It was bad. <laughs> and then they put that fence up. Well, that was the end of that. You know. Yeah. Well, well, we'll see you again on October fourteenth. For uh, Fragile Porcelain Mice, Sinister Dane, 33 on the needle here at Pops. Tickets are on sale now at PopsRocks.com. And uh, and that's it, man. Well, we'll let you guys go. We're going to speak to Luminal here in a little bit. And uh, we're going to jam some Judge Nothing if that's cool. And uh, we'll be back here soon right here on Beyond FM.
best of everything STL. All day, all night. We're coming at you 24 7, 365 days a year. Beyond FM. <laughs> Yo, why your idol man from Buffer's buddy mediocre? Backseat saying nothing with a speeding chauffeur. We cover ground like bags of hounds and roll up. Sipping gin and some penny loafers, another roller coaster. No, I roll with some jokers, but when they meet me, so fly. Praying for me to bring the light like semi suicide. Got a whole lot of struggle, dog. Came from the jungle, y'all. Home for a Mardi Gras, confidence for a bodyguard. Staying as hard, accurate, nor all my guard. Part of my job is what I say, and it's plain as y'all. I'm trying to see a dime for every mortal claiming God. These dumb lames bumming change at the Olive Garden. I'm eating them alive. Where do I start? Cannibal Holocaust, all the hearts, all the cart. Fall apart or embark when it's time for change. Cause their transition ain't a fade. You a babe, My city puts your city in a grave. In your face like a lip. Your flavor ain't a fade. Bloody game. But they ain't never getting played. Betty getting paid. Every time you put a pencil to the page. Been arranged. I don't see it getting calmer. It's a tall task to outsmart the monsters.
six months and I still haven't heard from you. Like these that I don't want to live at all I took for granted all the times I spent with her It's alright, it's okay, there's nothing left to say You're nothing but a memory It's things like that I don't want to
guess you can find me staring out the window pane. of everything STL Beyond FM. I heard that guy playing on Friday night at the uh, Park Hills Underground talking about Tom Kennedy. And, of course, that's the now defunct uh, Atlas on Fire. But, uh, yeah, it was a good show. Hey, guys, how are you? Um, We got Luminal in the house now, and we're going to hang out with them. Um, So how are you guys? Welcome. Pretty good. Feel, Feel free to state your name and what you do and all that stuff and your address and social security number. Credit card number two? Yeah, please. Yeah, the, uh, I, I need the money. The three digits on the back. Yeah. <laughs> three wacky digits. Yeah. Uh, I'm Nick. I play guitar. I'm Doug. I'm the vocalist. I'm Ian. Uh, I play drums. And then we also have uh, Jaden, who is our guitar. One of our, our, he's our other guitarist. And then we got Alice, who's our bassist, who are not here. They, uh, gotcha. They had other stuff going. Slackers. But they are listening right now. So cool. What's up, guys? Hey. So tell me a little bit about you guys and what you're all about and... And all that good stuff. Um, well, we started on July 11th, 2021. Um, I remember that day because it's actually that's a, my that's sister's, a good year to start a band. Actually, my sister's birthday, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think we were must not have been doing anything on the day. So, um, Nick and I had been on the STL Music Scene Facebook group. Uh, just I I went on there and I was like, it was a really weird sort of 
initial because initially because I'm I love shoegaze and psychedelic, but I also, I like all kinds of music, and I really 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 like like um industrial like Skinny Puppy and Nine Inch Nails and I mean preferably earlier Nine Inch Nails, but Nine Inch Nails and Ministry. So I wanted to do some kind of like um, industrial at first, but we later found out that that's not really something you kind of just do. <laughs> you kind of got to, you kind of got to like, I guess study up isn't the right word, but being around it helps, you know, kind of learn how it works and all that because industrial seems simple, but I've learned, you know, over a long period of time just from listening to it and being into it that there's a lot of layers and a lot goes into it and you can try and do it but it just you know if you don't know what you're doing it's not going to work too well for you yeah, yeah to, to do it properly yeah we made was a uh, we tried to cover hearsay by uh nine inch nails and it just was not like <laughs> it just didn't click it's never coming so out we uh <laughs> we, we kind of decided you know from there like what what's the music that we all like what like what what are we all listening to? And that was like shoegaze and psychedelic music. And like, he's a huge, uh, Doug is like a huge, uh, Brian Jones on massacre fan. And I was listening to a lot of the cure and Jesus and Mary chain. So we, uh, we just kind of started making stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, sorry. I was, I was going to add that, um, originally it was actually just, uh, it was just, uh, Doug and Nick and Alice. Alice Um, came too with me. Yeah, sorry, I should mention Alice came with me on that day when I showed up to Nick's apartment without ever meeting him in person. First of all, because Alice wanted to be in the band, and also because he could have totally killed me. There's still time. Now I would be more surprised. <laughs> still, still now going. I'd be more surprised, but... Um, <laughs> that would be a plot twist. Um, yeah, I just... Alice was there when we started. Yeah, and so uh, then eventually they... Uh, then eventually they... You know, Alice actually had to leave the band for a little while because she had to go out to college... Um, and then they picked up Jaden uh, and Brendan, who was our keys player for a while. He actually just got his PhD and like is about to like go and like get you know crazy jobs. And, yeah, you know he's a, so be he, fancy. He's, he's sort of he's sort of flown the coop a little bit. He does still help out with uh, some you know mixing and mastering, and some he's production production, production type stuff. But um, very good. Yeah, and then uh, in what was it September of last year. Um, I joined the band and then Alice like rejoined because me and Alice have been best friends for a long time. We used to go to School of Rock in Kirkwood together and uh, play a lot of shows together. And so we were we were sort of already like um, playing music together all the time. And then we sort of we joined this band. And so then since like September of uh, since September of last year, we've yeah. we've been sort of this yeah. current iteration. That's sort of where we've been with like writing music, especially has been with this new sort of concrete iteration of the band so yeah and in case the timeline's confusing for anybody because it probably sound might sound a little confusing we started in july and all we did was make music for about a year and two months and then we decided we wanted to try and get into live scene and um we, we started with two guitars bass vocals and drums and then our bass player was having some issues so alice came back and was just going to do the stand-in show for Sinkhole with us, but like the rehearsal before the show, she was like, you know, I actually kind of like being in the band. Why don't, why don't we just keep this up? And we're like, sure. And then like two weeks later, Ian saw a TikTok, because I used to do TikToks before mm-hmm. I kind of <laughs> gave up on it. Ian saw TikTok, and he DM'd me. Um, yeah, we were looking for a drummer, and he and he DM me, and then Alice is like, "I've known Ian for years," 
So it's just kind of weird how that out. stuff works. Yeah. Worked out. We, uh, we like a, a great rhythm section kind of landed, kind of fell in place with Ian and, uh, Ian and Alice. Yeah. All kind of fell together. Blows my mind how that kind of stuff works sometimes. Yeah, definitely. It's nice when all that comes together. Yeah. Um, you guys did send me a track called Are You Happy? Let's check that out, and then we can come back more, talk a little bit more, so that way people get the general feeling of what you guys are all about. Yeah, sure. So Sounds let's good. do that. This is Are You Happy? This is Luminal. This is Beyond FM, the best of everything, STL.
Luminal, and are you happy on the best of everything, STL Beyond FM? You want to tell me a little bit about that song? Yeah, so that's the uh, first full song that we have written and recorded with the the full lineup. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, like Doug mentioned for a while, it was just me and him scraping some stuff together in my apartment, and this is the first song that we've made since we've been playing live shows. We made this, like, collaborative collaboratively as a group and yeah it's gonna gonna put it together yeah um one thing that's actually been really uh like even the stuff that we're sort of like in the process of writing right now one of the biggest things like one of the biggest pieces of that process for us has actually just been going through like a lot of these like demos that these two have sort of just accumulated over the years Mm -hmm. um and this was one of those that we sort of just like there was there was just like a small idea there that like we just you know we found we were like this sounds really cool and so we kind of just brought it to the band and we're like all right how can we how can we fill this out you know because i think it was just like it was just like the guitar part or something like that yeah i think i just said that that main riff and then from there i think Jaden made out that bb section and from there we just kind of filled it out yeah yeah we could make like three records off of just unfinished stuff because what we would do is like him and i would get together on like a thursday night whenever worked and be like oh dude this great idea let's start start this you know and then we'd start it, and it'd be really cool, right? And we'd be like, okay, we're, we are going to work on this next week. And we're like, okay. And then, like, Saturday, you'd be like, yo, dude, I know we said we're going to work on this next week, but I just had this another idea that's so cool. <laughs> Do and that then, about like, 40 or 50 times, and we have enough. For- <laughs> I was say, now we've just got a Now we're a little better. Now we, <laughs> yeah. now if we set out to write something, we we almost always guaranteed finish it, like, like sequentially, you know, but for a while we were just like, you know, we're not playing. We don't really have the pressure to like put anything out right now. So let's just take our time. But now we are playing and now we, now the pressure's on. Do have the pressure to, I mean, I don't know if pressure is the right word, but we, we like to get things out. You don't want to keep things fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, gets, it gets old playing the same songs over and over again. If you have to do it. Definitely. Writing this one, writing this one was a lot of fun. This wasn't, this was a really, really cool song to put together just cause I think it was the first time that we were also sort of going through this whole like process of learning how to like mix and master stuff like in this in this sort of genre, um, which is like surprisingly like and I guess not surprisingly, but it's very difficult. Like even though I think um, like typically historically lo-fi or like a shoegaze is usually like a little bit more lo-fi and has a, like you know a lot. It's uh, not. A lot of like the channels and stuff are a little less defined, less clear, but like it is really, really difficult to sort of yeah. like mix all of it in a way that like actually sounds like good because it's really easy to like let the drums get lost in that wall of guitars yeah. and stuff, and all of a sudden your song just doesn't sound like anything. So this one was a it was it was really really fun to kind of just yeah. like piece it all together and figure out what what worked, what didn't. And, yeah, if you're not careful with shoegaze or anything like wall of noise, like like you're saying, like it can quickly become like a wall of mud. Yeah. yeah, we had 21 tracks on Ableton for this one, which is the most we've had so far on a song. Which isn't saying a whole lot because we've only finished like <laughs> five or six songs, but you know, it's the most we've had on. We a song. had a big goof for a while, I and mean, now the w- joke doesn't work. But we had a we had a joke because we only had four songs out, and we're like, "Oh yeah, you're a Luminal fan. Name five songs. <laughs> Name five songs. You're not a real fan, man." I was listening to those guys when they had two songs. 
Um, so I know uh, you have, do have a show coming up. Tell me about that. Where, when, how much? Yeah, so tomorrow night we're actually playing our two-year anniversary show over at Duck Room. We got uh, our uh, buddy Bryce's new band, uh, Cry Nonsense. So. Bryce Connor, uh, Basement Sessions. I don't know if you've heard of Basement Sessions at all, mm. but he's been doing that for the last couple months, and he's got a really, 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 really nice um, studio down there now, also a recording studio down there as well. So, yeah. so he's anyone's looking to record his, uh, demos. His uh, buddies, uh, Kyle and um, uh, Shane, they're going to be playing. And uh, then we got Forgiving Tree and uh, Nine Volt. So uh, fifteen tickets are $15. Uh, sh- doors are at 7. At the Duck Room. Uh, at the Duck Room. Yep. yep. So we're real excited about it. Last time we were at Duck Room, it was a great show, great turnout. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we also have another show coming up in uh, Columbia, actually, at, uh, what is it? The Cafe Berlin, yeah. Yeah. Cafe Berlin. August 5th. We got, uh, 5th. We're playing that with Cap- Con Man Economy. Uh, no, that's Economy. Missouri and not Illinois, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, not Columbia. <laughs> no, he wants to play Columbia, Columbia Illinois. Or <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just giving you shit. And with Con Man Economy. Oh, fantastic band. Times, right? They've been here. Oh, they've played here in St. Louis a lot, yeah. But uh, they've never been on our show yet. But well, we'll get put in a good word. Recommend it. Right. Yeah. We play them. We have a couple of tracks in rotation from them. They've been around for a while. We're excited. Should be. And where are you playing at in Columbia? It's Cafe Berlin. Cafe Berlin. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's, from what I've heard from uh, Colombians, it's sort of a newer place. They've been around for a couple of years, but I think, like, because you, you say Columbia and everyone thinks of, like, Blue Note and... Rose. Rose and yeah. the Dive Bar. Yeah. And um, I think this place is relatively new. They're usually open to, like, like a coffee shop is open to, like, 2 p.m., but they do events, and they, they open up at nights for their events. So That's pretty neat. Yeah, we just posted um, Instagram, Luminal, Luminal Band STL. We just posted a flyer with all the information and stuff on there. If anyone wants to, if anyone's in Columbia and wants to check that out. Cool. And what else do you have planned for the future? We uh, we are currently working on shaving down some of those demos and getting some tracks down for uh, for an album. Hopefully, by the end of the year is the plan. Uh, but uh, but yeah, just just kind of chugging away, just grinding at it. Some music. Uh, we'll probably play a couple more shows this year, and then we have um, quite a few shows next year. Um, and we're just trying to put out more music. Is a uh, should I should I say what we, that big thing we got going on next year? Or are we keeping that on under wraps for now. You can say something about it. We don't we, know a whole lot about it yet. We have a uh, big Midwest tour going on next year, cool. about a year, uh, about a year and some change away. But yeah, we're going to be touring around the Midwest for about two weeks. Cool. Yeah, so that'll be fun. That will be badass. Yeah, we're, we're we're super excited for that one. That's that's going to be so cool. Yeah. Well, we will keep our 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 eye on things and. Support you all, all we can and go from there. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Not a problem. I enjoyed you guys coming in and meeting you, and maybe we'll uh, get you on a on a pop show soon. I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. I know a guy. Yeah, sounds like fun. Maybe. Yeah. Thank, you. Thank you again for having us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah, cool. not a problem. We love doing this. It's not the most glamorous thing, but we love it. Hey, man, you got, you got a little, nice little setup here. Yeah, I'm, uh, we're we're blessed, for sure. But I think we're going to scoot out of here early because Rustin looks tired. I think it's past his bedtime. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, he uh, just 
saps everything out of you. Yeah, it's like when you're degrees out there, yeah. right? It's awful. It's so bad. I can't believe people are going to a Cardinals game tonight. Like the Jimmy Eat World concerts tonight too. I just had a couple friends oh, post pictures that I'm like. I couldn't imagine going to a concert. Like, I've been in some concerts where I've been sweaty, but that's because, like, you're mashed up against all kinds of other people inside. And when I went to the Milky Chance show last month, I think that was, it was in the mid-90s, and I was absolutely miserable. And I can only imagine. It's even hotter tonight. Like, I couldn't couldn't do it. I just saw Shane's post something. Shane Presley post something about going to the Cardinals game tonight, and he hopes they have air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! Spray out like a firehouse and spray. That's that's some fandom, though. I mean, if you think about it, you're just sitting idle in your seat watching baseball, which traditionally is a pretty long game. And you're in in your whatever drink you have, no matter whether it's water, soda, or beer, it's going to get warm. Really warm. Getting sweat in your hot dog instead. Uh, Nothing, nothing like a sweaty Sweaty, dog. Nothing like a sweaty (laughs) winger. Yes. Mm. Oh boy. Uh, this, this show's taking a turn. Yeah, we're, we're getting there, man. We're getting tired. Um, r- remind us on, on what we got going on Sunday as we tie into the last song that I'm going to play tonight. All right. So Sunday we have, see, now i got to pull it back up. I should know this, but. At the beautiful at the Shamrock Pub Shamrock on Pub. South Broadway. If you don't know where it's at, it's. North of the sinkhole and south of the Blue Oyster Bar. How yeah, I mean that? you can <laughs> you, go. you can see you Bush can, Stadium yeah. from it's, the parking lot. It's there's literally close. a shamrock. You will see it. Oh, big yeah. old green shamrock. Yeah. Actually, that's the first place we ever played with, with like yeah. this foot with me. Yeah, like as like our the Halloween right show. That was the first that was the first place we played. So we have you only been to that the punk show that that yeah. West put on there. So yeah. that's the only time I've been there, and. I mean, I don't know how active the show was you guys were at, but... Uh, um, that floor is questionable. It is very people. flimsy. There's a lot of pogoing uh, from pop punk music, and I literally was concerned. I wasn't scared. I was, I was scared concerned. because I'm 60 pounds heavier than you. <laughs> and it was, I'm a husky fella too, man. I'm it felt like... You ever slept on it or like... Slept on a waterbed. Oh yeah, that's what it felt like. Yeah, like it. It was weird. I, I, a floor should not feel like that. <laughs> and I know that building's several years old. So I'm like, uh, we'll say to their credit, they do have really good pizza. Too. Yes, that I'm, pizza is amazing. I, I am looking forward to trying that. It's good, man. I'm gonna get there early. I mean, I just pizza. I love the setup of that building. Yeah, you got yeah, a bar is, downstairs. Is, you go building. upstairs. Now, I'm sure as a musician, it's not very fun to get all your gear up those oh, stairs. But we make Car- it work. Carrying, <laughs> we make yeah, it work. Carrying, carrying Especially drums, a drummer. <laughs> carrying drums up that uh, up that up those stairs. Um, it was a uh, it was a workout. We'll say. <laughs> that's that's about as nice as I can put it. <laughs> yeah, that was that was. You know, I was one of the bands that came down. They came from Milwaukee, and, you know, I'm good friends with them now since I booked from first show. And I decided to play roadie and help them out. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know how you guys do this. You, you go to some questionable places, I'm sure. And, you know, it's probably a lot worse than that. But holy cow. But, uh, I mean, it's a great place to see a show, and, and it's huge upstairs. Patrick, their owner, is really, really cool. He's yeah, awesome. Super chill, dude. Thankfully, uh, Alice's, Alice's husband is like a. 300 pound linebacker and like i just i just make him help me carry <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good person to have in your, yeah, in your circle in. Going this far without shouting out nino yeah. shout out nino he, he also is, sells our he's merch the band enforcer yeah 
He's he's great. Yeah. <laughs> he knows Nino's like our he's our honorary sixth member. Oh yeah. yeah. He plays the muscle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he plays the muscle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, Sunday. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we got, yeah. we got yakking. So, Sunday, we have Oreja from Austin, Texas. Native State, Pirate Signal, and Solis Armada. Uh, doors open at 6. Show is at 7. 10 bucks. $10. Straight up. 10, Ten bucks. bucks. So, right. we got we we to find somebody to work the table. Take money. Or are they yeah, I'll take it? everybody's money. Yeah, you're going to take Shit. your money. <laughs> I think I can do that. All right. Yeah, because they don't have a they don't have a guy down. No. So it's one of those spots where you you like, hey man, why don't you just let us take over and we're just going to put the sound and lights in there and stuff and we'll just run the upstairs. That'd be pretty cool. Well, hopefully they have a sound guy that goes the whole show. You remember that? You need to learn how to do that stuff and just do it yourself. (sighs) Yeah. Could be an idea. Always ideas. Always, Always. wheels spinning. Unless, uh, unless wheels something's spinning. changed, they don't typically have a sound guy there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it was uh, was his son that was working, oh, really? and then he had okay. a, he had to leave early because he had there a doctor's go. appointment in the morning, and like so, the sound was unmanned. Yeah, like there's nobody because the there was like bit. some kind of feedback or something. We looked back and there was no sound guy at all. Where did the sound guy go? We showed up and there was just it was just us, and there was a. There was the board up there in the stands, and we're like, well, I guess we're winging it. I guess we're doing it. And then Bryce, who is playing with us tomorrow, we met him. That's when we met him, and he's a really, really good sound guy. He's doing sounds like um, doing some sound stuff at Platypus now, which is cool. So if you play at Platypus, you yeah, might run into probably Bryce. Met him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've chatted with him then. Yeah. that's He's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. That place is a cool oh, place to see him, too. We played there twice this summer. That's yeah. awesome. I enjoy it there. Good location too. Good popcorn chicken too. Oh yeah, man! Oh that that uh was it avocado something sauce that you can dip that in. Oh my gosh! So super, oh, super good. Yeah. yeah, mustard agave, whatever they got going on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah it was the, yeah super good. I'm not a mustard fan, but I love that stuff. Yeah, go grab a snack when you go to Platypus next time. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, we're gonna All leave right. you. We're gonna leave you with Pirate Signal. All right. That's cool. We're going to get out of here. We'll see you next week. Next, well, let me pull that up really quick as I get ready to slide out the door. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should uh, talk about who we're seeing. Yeah, let's do that. Let me find it here. This is great radio, kids. All right. Interview schedule by Beyond FM. So here we go. Bam. Um, August 3rd, Keith Hefner from Notes for... Notes for Hope will be here. Um, August 10th, Shaylin Rolfe. And then uh, doing a Sunday interview with Donnie Tsunami. And then August 17th, pretty big interview with T.W.O. Um, August 24th, Matt Bosler. And then on the 31st, Sandy Switch. And then uh, so going into September um, the 14th, we have lowercase, and on September 21st, the return of Retro Champ. I think that's going to be his fourth visit to the beautiful Beyond FM land. We're going to start being like the point and having like a trophy or something, four-timer. I might. I was going to do it for th- for for three-timers, but now might as well do it for four. A retro. I think Retro would be the first four-timer. Bar's been raised. Huh. 
Just don't put Retro Chomp on there. He'll be no, uh, uh, you know, and Patrick <laughs> Patrick's sense of humor is old. Like he was saying that joke like three years ago. You know, <laughs> but what do I know? All right, we'll get out of here. Here's Pirate Signal. Thanks everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you. Thanks next for having week. us. No problem, man. Thanks guys for coming in.
Yeah.